welcome back to Lonely Town, a killer's podcast with Jimmy and Derek. Uh, Jimmy, we got another special guest. Every week, it seems like we're just finding new people to talk about uh, the killers with. And we're uh, very happy to have Ava with us today. Yo. How are you doing? Doing great. Honored to be on here for sure. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was a week ago, uh, I was scrolling around the internet and I saw this little campaign. It was at the Miami show or the Orlando show. It was Orlando. So okay. it was technically, technically two shows. The Orlando one was by accident, actually. That'll be fun to get into. But yeah, somehow did this twice, which is insane. So the killers have a pretty, uh, pretty good fan base. The victims are pretty uh, passionate about certain things. And there's certain songs that uh, don't get played a whole lot live for whatever reason. And uh, the online community wants them to get played live or, or people want to see them performed. Uh, sometimes Brandon's been known to take bribes and people make signs. Uh, I was looking and there were these stickers created um, to play Bones. And, yep, that's the one. <laughs> and uh, I was talking with, I think it was John Ayer on Twitter or one of those places. And uh, I don't know how the conversation got started, but I'm basically like this campaign worked. And Ava said, yeah, she was the one behind it. So I said, well, let's come on the podcast and talk about it. So that's what's awesome to this road. So. so it seems like this started years ago. And I'm wondering if you were the first person to, to offer a bribe to Brandon or you saw somebody else do it first. Yeah, so I, I think I was the first one. I, don't, I haven't heard anything else about a bribe back in the day. Uh, God, I think the easiest way to like start this whole thing is like explaining how I got into the band because I, I got into them very late. So I never heard Mr. Brightside or anything, but 2017, the man came out and I just kept hearing it on our alt rock station here in Orlando. And I'm like, this sounds like an 80s song. It's so sick. This is an 80s band. And I go look it up and I'm like, oh, my God, this was posted three months ago. What? So <laughs> <laughs> probably the best introduction, but I, I didn't know any other song. So I thought, OK, I just want to see him live just for this. Like, I will pay money just to see the man. Uh, so the Orlando show in 2018 was sold out. So I had to wait a bit longer. But once they announced the Tampa show in 2019, it was like a it's a local radio station. Next big thing festival. I think that's what it was called. But when I saw that was finally announced, I bought tickets immediately. I'm like, yes, I'm going to see the man. Finally, I should probably look into other songs. I don't know why I waited that long to, <laughs> to look into <laughs> anything else. But yeah, I suddenly just binged everything. And I was like, this is great. Actually exploring more musical styles because they have like 15 genres through all these albums. And I just came across Bones randomly. Like, obviously, you have the Tim Burton music video, with the skeletons. It's just amazing imagery. And it just was so catchy to me. So, of, of course, but while I'm getting ready for this show, like, I'm making sure I have all the lyrics ready. I'm studying set lists on that one set list website. And I'm noticing they don't play Bones, like, ever. I think the last time they did it was, like, 2017 or something like that. So for about three months, I would just go in the work listen to Bones and other songs in my car ride there. And I would just keep joking along with my coworkers. Like, man, I would do something stupid to hear Bones. Like, I would pay them. Like, it would be funny if I gave them $20 or something. It was just a stupid joke I kept telling myself and then friends. And we were like, oh, yeah, it's just a casual, casual joke. It's fine. But the night before, they, they played a small show at the Orpheum in Tampa. So it was sold out immediately because it's like a, it was like one of those warm-up shows they do at very small clubs. And I'm stalking the Instagram, just trying to see, oh, my God, they're in my state. Finally, the day's almost here. And all of a sudden I'm hearing them play Bones. And I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> I'm like, they know how to play this still. So 
I'm thinking they know how to do it. They're not going to play it for my show. There's no way, not for a festival. So I might as well take action. So about midnight the night before, I, I made the now infamous play bones for $20 sign on the stupid cardboard piece I cut out. Grab the 20 just in case. I'm like, I'll just wave it at him or something. I don't know. Uh, I didn't expect to get barricade. I somehow did. It was a nice experience. It wasn't too long of a wait or anything. But uh, that's how I got to befriend a lot of the people in the fandom. Like Tom, Tom's at every freaking show now. He kind of showed me the ropes of like what to expect, things like that. But I, I purposely didn't watch that many videos of the shows just to kind of be surprised. So I, I saw nothing coming. <laughs> so once the show is starting, like it's, it's dawning on me. Oh, my God, I'm finally here. Let's do this. And I think in the previous tour, I think he stopped singing during the way it was. And that's like his time to interact with the audience for a few minutes, read any signs, do something like that. And out of nowhere, he sees my sign. In the videos of it, you could see him smile like extremely big. I couldn't see it because I'm far away and the lights are like insanely bright. But the videos of it are great. And he ends up announcing it to the crowd like, all right, we got someone out with $20 for bones. Yeah, we'll do it. And I didn't believe him. I thought he was joking. I'm like, there's no way you're going to do that. That's a, that's, I can't make you change your set list. So I, I thought it was just a sarcastic joke went off. And I was like, okay, cool. So he, he kept interacting with me the whole show, which was not expected. Very grateful for that. And uh, I think we were it is still going off the show. I think it was for reasons unknown. They were prepping for the drummer. And out of nowhere, I just see this shadowy figure above me. And he's just rubbing his fingers together, you know, like the money symbol. And I'm like, what is what? What did I do? <laughs> like, what did I do? So even after the song, he's at his keyboard and he looks over at me again. He goes, 20 girl. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, please. <laughs> so that's when Tom says, hey, just just get the 20 out because I was waiting for a sign. I'm like, I don't know if he wants to do this now. I don't know if he actually wants to do this later. And Tom just told me, just get the 20 out of your pocket. Just wave it around and see what happens. So that's what I did. And according to other people in the stadium, like people were in like the lawn section. They didn't know what was happening because they like they put the house lights on. He went stage left. They like stopped the show, which is insane. And then, you know, that one portrait of I don't know what it's called, but it's like God and man. And like they're, they're trying to touch. That's how it felt. Trying the hand of the money. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt like you're too like far. But... Creation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it was exactly like that, which is hilarious. We were so close, man. But. Uh, he got a security guard. Uh, Denise is her name, I think, from the Killer Show Instagram page. She got all of this crazy stuff on footage of him taking the money and asking the guard for it. So that went semi-viral. And <laughs> as soon as I gave him the money, you know that one feeling inside you? Like when you think you did something wrong and you're like, oh, God, what did I do? I just gave a random guy a $20 bill <laughs> that I've never met in my life. But uh, it, it took him like a few minutes to get ready. But like he's like, yeah money always works. We're playing bones. And I'm like, you're joking. So that was insane. He sang most of the song to me, which like I was extremely honored by that does not happen usually. Yeah. But uh, why I brought up the man is important because after bones, they played the man. So that was somehow so coincidental. And he actually kept singing to me during that song as well. So it was like, oh, my God, these two years literally led to this moment. What is happening? Yes, <laughs> but That's awesome. Yeah, man, like throughout, like he did not have to interact with me ever again. Like debt was paid. You're good. I'm fine. But like every song afterwards, he would like 
if he needed someone to sing to, he's like, yeah, the bones chick is right here. I'll just sing to her, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, one of the best days of my life. And I didn't really think much of it. It's like when you're at the barricade, you don't see the 20,000 people around you. So it feels very intimate. But after the next day I wake up and it's just my face everywhere on Twitter with the sign. So I became a meme for like a week and a half. People kept photoshopping the sign, like $20 to get better merch or $20 for this song. Like absolute insanity. Uh, they posted, they posted like they used to, they used to do those song anniversary posts all the time. And as soon as I saw they did a Bones one the week after the show, I'm like, oh, God, what is this comment section going to be? And it's just photos of $20 bills and gifts and just absolute insanity. So that was the first one. The pandemic was right after. So I, I never really got to see any like direct results of it at other shows. But in the past tour alone, I've seen like five people try to bribe for at least Bones or another song. I think the only bribe that's worked so far, some guy did $20 for a river. I think in Europe, he actually messaged me after, which is hilarious. Which is, <laughs> I get a lot of people asking me for advice and whatnot, which is I'm very humbled by it. But <laughs> yeah, that's the story of the first one. Oh, man. It sounds like the best $20 somebody's ever spent. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Get Some, there and, oh, and get your request made and, uh, you know, get serenaded for the rest of the show. I think a lot of people would you know, they'd pay more than $20 for that. Oh, yeah. That's worth more than 20 Like some people were like, man, are you upset he took the money? And I'm like, no, dude, you're acting the whole show, man. That's more than 20 What are you talking about? So how did you come up with the idea? I mean, you're just kind of goofing around with friends and stuff. But I mean, to have the money on hand and, and create the sign, I mean, you went through with it. So what was the back thought of, uh, you know, was it just for fun or did you think this might actually have a chance of working? Yeah. So, I mean, for it being my first show, my only intention was, okay, if I can just have them look at me once and laugh at me, that's it. If I can provide them with some sort of entertainment, that's all I need. I didn't expect the 50 billion things that came after that. <laughs> I just thought it would just be something funny for them to be just like an easy way to get his attention for my first show. And that was about it basically. So what was it? Because you said that uh, you were just into the man and you hadn't really checked the back catalog and all that. But once you did, I mean, what what's drawn you in to make you this, uh, you know, super fan? Man, like, I, I just think the hype for the show itself got me really excited. I'm like, wait, I actually genuinely enjoy all these other songs. Uh, there were times where I kept hearing, like, when you were young and bright side on the radio. And I'm like, wait a second. Now I know who this is. This is a great feeling. But uh, I mean, technically, before I was listening to everything, I did listen to the Wonderful Wonderful album a lot in 2018. It was just, I remember them from the man. I just put on whatever else was on that album. And of course, it's it's much different <laughs> than their other albums. So I used to think they were like kind of like this indie band from that album, honestly. But once I listened to everything else, I'm like, there's so much here. So if I'm in any kind of mood, I can just put one of their albums on and I'm good to go. It's nice to have that variety in there. So I understand you're you're an artist and we'll get more into that coming up. But was your sign at that first show basic or did you use some of your artistic skills to help embellish it or what was it? Just yeah, I mean, it was cardboard box or something. Yeah. So like it's I meant to say poster board, not cardboard, but yeah. I mean, still same thing. Just grabbed it from my closet and here you go. Uh, I didn't really try to make it artistic. I mean, bubble letters is good for. I guess visibility. So, like, that's kind of the only artistic thing I put in it. Because, uh, I mean, I majored in advertising. So, obviously, having experience with doing billboards, it's pretty good to have that in my tool set to actually make something legible. Because on the back of the original sign, you could see me testing out different options. Like, 
originally it was going to be please play bones and i'll give you 20 but like that's too many words but just the, this the simple phrase play bones for 20 dollars," having the 20 in green to stick out like it just little small artistic things like that even if it's not the biggest sign can go a long way and i think that's how it kind of got his attention more which is nice yeah so so going forward uh we have the pandemic and everything hit and shut down were you uh was this uh, next show scheduled before all that shut down? Were you planning on going or was it something announced later? Yeah. So, I mean, they announced Orlando, I think, a few months after the 2019 show. So I bought tickets immediately. I'm like, yes, I'm going again. There's no way I'm not going. Uh, so, yeah, everything kind of shut down soon afterwards from the pandemic. But in that time, I was able to connect with a lot of people online, joining Facebook groups, the Reddit group, the Discord. Yeah, the Discord's kind of new. Uh, but it was funny joining them all at the same time right after the show, because as soon as I would log on for the first time, I just saw my face everywhere. And it's such a weird feeling. Like I joined the Facebook group for the first time. The first thing is a sign of me. And I'm like, what? It's, man, this is insane. <laughs> but I've connected a lot with those groups definitely during the pandemic. It kind of helped keep our sanity, just making jokes the whole time and talking about different things, getting ready for the new albums and whatnot. So coming out of uh, everything, concerts start coming back up. You got this killer show coming up. Uh is the thought process I'm just going to repeat? Uh, was there a thought maybe I want to do a different song or was it always going to be Bones and uh, doubling down? Man, so it, it was such a really difficult process because I was nervous. I'm like, I had to keep telling myself there's no way something big's going to happen again. Like that thing was once in a lifetime. It was magical. He's not going to do that for anyone else ever again, especially because it was a festival show with a much smaller amount of actual Killers fans being there. So I said, okay, this has to be a one and done. There's no way they're going to do anything. So my main goal, like before, was just have them look at a sign, laugh at it. I'm good. But secretly in the back of my mind, I'm like, if he can somehow remember me, I will die. And that'll be double the price worth it, you know? So I, I had no intention. Like, I knew I was going to make a sign, but I was debating for months. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is insane. How do I follow this up? Like, originally, I was thinking of Bones again. but. I was like, man, I think that meme's dead. It would be good to hear it again, but I, I was waiting for like a song to stack out to me. So <laughs> here's the funny thing. Uh, my sign was completely different than what actually happened. So my sign was for In the Car Outside, since at that time for the past year, I've been listening to it religiously like I did with Bones in 2019. So I figured, hey, the heart wants what the heart wants. They know how to play In the Car Outside. They're not playing it. That's exactly what happened last time. So yeah, might as well. So the sign I had had a whole gimmick to it and I'm, the sign is in good condition still. So I'm probably going to use it for another show. So I won't say what exactly the crazy gizmos on it were yet, but I can just say it is a reactionary sign where I can change what it says, depending on what he's telling me. So I was like really excited to see how the heck he was going to react to it. But <laughs> so what actually happened is uh, in 2020 during lockdowns, it was the one year anniversary of the show. Me being an artist, I thought, well, I should maybe make something to immortalize it since it's a day that really meant a lot to me. So I just made this stupid artwork of a skeleton holding the Playbone sign, just something cute, you know, put it on Instagram, put it on the killer's pages. There you go. And a few months before the Orlando show, I got some sort of sticker deal in my email like, hey, $10, you get 50 stickers. And I'm a big gift giver. I love giving stuff out. So I thought, hey, I mean, I'm going to be waiting in line VIP anyway. I can just advertise, hey, here's some free stickers. Come see me. Since a lot of people at this point knew me as the Bones person, 
So if I was able to interact with people, I can just give them out. Uh, I mostly gave them out with the people I was waiting with in line. It was just 10 of us for about six hours before everyone else came. So it was a nice group to bond with before the show. But I mean, that's all the intention was. It was just a fun giveaway referencing the first time I did it. And there were a few comments online saying, oh, sweet. Hope you get bones again. Hope this campaign works. And I literally would correct them like, no, I'm doing it in the car outside. Thanks anyway. So I didn't think much of it. So I guess uh, <laughs> on the Facebook group, that's where I got the most traction. And the show started. I, I will say, I think the show is a lot better than the other one, just because this is run by them. It is longer. It has more song. The new graphics, like being an artist, the graphics on the new video boards are insane to me. I am obsessed with them still. But even little things like the audio, like the Tampa show, I had to have earplugs in the whole time. And all of my clips, you just hear bass boosting audio and you can't hear a thing. But this show, it was completely different. They, can, they were able to control everything and it was a much smoother experience. But I wasn't expecting much from Brandon this time, honestly. I was like, he can look at me once, it's fine. And then at the barricade, I ended up being in front of his keyboard and I was like, oh God, there's no way he can't see me. <laughs> so I was getting increasingly nervous. I'm like, is he going to see me and be like, not this chick again? Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. So uh, like before, there's a lot of good clips of this on YouTube of like specific things happening. But I think it was during Smile Like You Mean It. He's at the keyboard the whole time. So at this point, I had the sign out. I'm like, I don't know when he's going to look. We'll, we'll see what happens. And for a good five seconds during one of the breaks, he's just staring me down, smiling. And I'm like, dude, what, what are you thinking? Like, I'm trying to pick his brain. I'm like, does he remember me? Is he reading the sign? Can he read the sign? Just because like in the car outside is such a long title and it's not like a known acronym yet, like ITCO, not many fans know what that means yet. So I don't want to put that on there and be him being like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, so he stared me down for a bit. And then I, I don't know, I did like some motion at him saying, hey, what's up, dude? And he kind of nose scrunched at me and then walked off. And I said, well, he looked at me once. That's all he need. I was like, that's fine. <laughs> that's all good. And then I think a few songs later during the middle of the show, uh, I got really tense because the house lights came on again and Brandon kind of signaled at everyone to congregate into the middle of the stage and they're all talking and I'm like, what is going on? But the, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, this is what they did last time before they played Bones. So I'm like, I'm trying to tell myself, don't, don't think that shit, shut up. Just, just, just wait to hear what they say. And he, he finally gets back on the mic and he goes, all right, I got a personal story. Uh, I have a sister and she messaged me something earlier. And I'm like, oh, this is just like a fun anecdote about like his family before Dustland or something. This is normal. And then he says, yeah, she sent me a picture of someone who had these little uh, and he starts like making the shape of the sticker with his fingers. And I'm thinking, bro, don't freaking say it. <laughs> don't do this to me right now, man. There's, you're not doing this. So he takes a few seconds to explain. It's like, yeah, someone has these bone stickers or magnets are giving out. And I'm like, you're joking. How how did she see this? As soon as he said that, he said, I don't see them anywhere, though, because they're so small. So immediately when that happened, I gave out stickers to all these people in the barricades. Like immediately you just see like 10 hands rush up with bone stickers in their hands. Like it was visible from out the entire stadium, <laughs> which is awesome. So He's going on and on because uh, he's like jokingly roasting me saying, oh, man, I expected more of an effort because these are so small. And I'm like, bro, I didn't even try this time. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been like a giant cardboard cutout, you know. So 
uh, after he pointed out the stickers, and I think we were on the screen for a second, he did mention, oh, yeah, so, I mean, once she sent this, we we went backstage and we, we looked over and practiced bones just in case. And I'm like, you did what today? Excuse me? So that was that was jarring in itself. The fact that they saw my art and like, yeah, we'll we'll do this. Why not? <laughs> Weirdly enough, he did not read my sign, even though it was right there. And now that I think of it, I don't know if he recognized me and said, dude, that I, the stickers make sense now. That's not the song you want. I'm going to I'm just going to think that might be why he did not read the sign. <laughs> but he's egging the audience on like you want to cheat. Like if you want Bones, make some noise. The whole stadium loses its mind. And he's like, we can move on to Dustland if you want. And everyone starts booing him. And I'm thinking, geez, man, <laughs> like, what are you doing? So then out of nowhere, he just looks me dead in the face and goes, all right, we'll play Bones. And I'm like, you're joking, please, my guy, please. And uh, like in the Tampa show, like they were not planning on playing Bones at all. So like it took him a minute to set everything up. So I had time to prepare this time. They just played the come with me sound effect immediately. And I had no time. It felt like whiplash. I'm like, wait, we're doing this, sir. <laughs> like, so the song itself, I did not, I could not imagine hearing it again, especially for the second time in a row. But just like before, he's looking at me throughout the song. We're literally shouting the lyrics at, the, at each other at this point, which was very, very jarring. So <laughs> after the song, like, I'm trying to calm down. I'm like, this, this is no way. This does not just happen. And of course, it's dust slant, so it's a lot slower. I'm like, sweet, I need this. Like, meanwhile, I'm high fiving all these friends I just made. It was very intense. I see him laughing at me on stage while I'm high fiving everyone. <laughs> I mean, after the song ends, dust slant's playing. I'm like, okay, I can calm down now. That was intense. I can't believe that happened again. I'm like, this this will be normal from here on out. And then he starts talking to me again, and I'm like, oh my god, please, you're spoiling me again, dude. Please, <laughs> like it was so much all at once, you know, but. Uh, he he's asking me, yo, how how is Bones? How's he doing? Uh, he says, is this where we played it last time? And I'm like, technically, he played it in Mexico in one of the Las Vegas shows before. But at that moment, I'm like, is he remembering? Is he slightly remembering what's going on? So he's like, where did we play it last? And immediately, everyone in the barricade is yelling Tampa at him. And then he looks at me again. He says, yeah, you gave me money last time. And he smiles at me, walks off, asks about inflation, and then says they'll play bones every four years technically three i didn't want to correct them i've counted the years but literally that's all i needed he didn't have to play bones that's the one thing that happened that like i've just been re-watching over and over the fact he remembered me after like 30 shows in three years man like that that is the best so somehow got bones again by accident don't know how but <laughs> that was the most recent occurrence that's amazing you got two personalized concert experiences that Oh man, Those people will never have. Yeah, I mean, it's just a testament to how how freaking cool Brandon is. Like, he really tries to go out of his way to at least do fan requests. But, like, I mean, I will admit, in 2019, it was a rough year. So having that at the end of it, and then having that for the pandemic, if I am down, I can just look at that folder of videos again, and I am just ready to go. So, like, I am so thankful for his kindness and like him just being willing to do that for not just everyone else, but at least one fan, like making one fan's night. I guess twice now, <laughs> which is awesome. He didn't even charge you the second time. So exactly. I mean, yeah, I, I dude. <laughs> a nice free one. That, that felt great. So what was the, the car outside? Was that just the sign or was there something more to that one? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the in the car outside sign, it was just 
that's the one I was going for. I think I put, I think the sign read in the car outside for another 20, just to like point out second 20 coming your way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I held that up for most of the show. But once he started talking about the bone stickers, I'm like, I don't need this anymore. They're doing the work for me this time. So, I mean, yeah, big, big shout out to Stephanie, uh, his sister. I had no idea she saw it, which is insane. But I mean, gave her some big thank you. She commented on my post. Uh, she let me send some stickers their way. So I'm, I'm hoping after the tour, they'll, they'll hopefully get some. So that'll, that'll be sick. That's cool. You said that people asked you for tips and tricks of, of doing this. Uh, what, what would you say to somebody listening now that wants to, uh, you know, incorporate this and, and try to get a request? Uh, I think the only thing is just do it. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I did it cause I was just desperate and I didn't think anything was going to happen, but I mean, what they're doing this tour is really smart because after they play boy, they play like the first seven songs that are planned after boy. It's like, that's the song they change. You get like one good slot. It's either reasons unknown for a fan drummer or it's another pressure machine song. It might be a random ITM song, but that seems to be the best slot for a fan request for what I'm seeing. So the fact that they're actually working something like that into the shows now is so incredibly generous of them. So, I mean, barricades your best option just so you're not holding it above and like blocking people's signs. That's what I've been doing. But yeah, if you have a song you really want to hear, make a good pun, <laughs> make it stand out and then you should be good to go. So when you go home, um, obviously people that are into the killers or into the band are putting memes up and, and you're kind of becoming this uh, famous person in, in your little, uh, in the killer sphere. Uh, but what, what do your friends and family think about this? I mean, I'm sure you go home with this story to tell. Do they think that you're just like crazy and full of it? Or is it like this awesome experience? <laughs> I mean, my, my family, they, they're not like, they, they're mostly in the pop music, so they don't really care too much about the killers and other stuff. But I mean, they definitely listen. They're like, how did you do this twice? <laughs> like, <laughs> they're definitely fans of what Brandon has done for me, which is really, really cool. Like, they're just like, as long as he makes our, da our daughter happy, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, they've, they've seen the videos of the current one, uh, the current situation in Orlando that happened. So it's cool to see them actually experience it as well. Well, how can people find you or see your work? Oh, man. So... I mean, on Twitter, I'm known as Ava Draws Things. That's where I'll typically post art and sometimes get into killers banter. But if you're in the Facebook killers groups, uh, I'm in there as well. If you're on the Reddit page or the Discord page, I think for those, I literally changed my name to Playbones for $20 just to like, I guess the synergy of it, just so it's more recognizable. Like if you see someone with that name, it's typically me. You do uh, like... Uh commission type art if anyone's interested in, in getting uh, artwork done from you or anything like that or are you just mainly uh uh like business commercial type yeah i mean i i do commissions whenever i'm free uh i i work with sports teams a lot so typically that takes up my schedule i i'm hoping to do more killers arcs i've done a few in the past but especially after this i'm like they spoiled me i gotta spoil them back now you know so <laughs> hopefully uh Hopefully expect some new work soon, especially if one of those uh, fanzines comes out. I'll probably contribute a bit more to it this time. Do you have any leftover bone stickers? I do. That's the thing. I like I had so much demand to sell them. I just want to make sure it's not like a trademark thing with bones or anything like that. Uh, I think I am going to hopefully reach out to maybe the band themselves. Like if they want to do some sort of partnership, if they want to sell it for me. I think that's the least I can do to thank them back, especially because so many fans want it. And like, that would be a lot for me to like plan on doing myself. So we'll, we'll see on, we'll see on that. 
We'll try. <laughs> I'm Ava. I'm that Bones chick. That's another episode down from Lonely Town. <laughs>